Hey, what's up? This is Ed Gallo. I'm doing alternate commentary for the uh, Bellator event headlined by Patricio Pitbull and AJ McKee. Uh, it's going to be for the co-main event, Maz Brunel uh, versus Emmanuel Sanchez. And uh, this is a fight we previewed on the podcast this week. I'm not joined by Shuram today. He's uh, busy with finals. I am too, but I got my work done faster. So, you know, who's really committed. Uh, but yeah, uh, so we're about to watch uh, this fight. And it's probably a number one contender fight. Uh, Sanchez has fought for the title twice. He's a really good fighter, great guard. Um, I like his process in the feet, uh, really high volume striker. Maz Brunel is someone that uh, the fight site staff really appreciates, really loves because he uses the uh, the cross arm guard. Uh, just a lot of like old school boxing techniques. He's a really big fan of boxing, um, but he like weaves out of his uh, his blocks really well into his level changes for body striking and for uh, his his takedown attempts. And uh, he's a great grappler. I think he's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. He's his base is grappling, has a lot of finishes by Japanese necktie. Uh, just really good on top in general. So uh, yeah, I mean, he uh, ended up getting cut from the UFC after two losses, uh, one to Michelle Prezeris, who I think he fought him on short notice. I'm not sure, but he ended up on bottom, which is a tough place to be <laughs> versus Michelle Prezeris. And then uh, he was working Arnold Allen, honestly, and then got uh, hit with a front choke at the very end of the fight. And uh, Arnold Allen has turned into a contender, essentially. So the loss hasn't uh, aged very poorly. And now he's uh, he's been on a streak since then. Uh, won a bunch of fights in Cage Warriors, 2-0 in Bellator. Uh, yeah, so he's uh, in pretty good standing right now. And before we get going with this fight, uh, just if you are listening to this in podcast form, that's okay for now. Uh, but there's going to be video. There's going to be a video version on Patreon. Uh, only $3 gets you all of our exclusive content on Patreon. Uh, so I'd recommend checking that out. There's a ton of stuff on there. A lot of commentaries, breakdowns. Uh, podcasts, documentaries, you know, video breakdowns, all sorts of stuff. Um, the other tiers get you higher benefits, but that's you know the one you should be concerned with right now. Um, so if you're following along just with the audio and you want to sync it up with video on your own, you're gonna have to go find that video because you know obviously those horror events aren't super accessible right away. But like in a week, they'll probably have this video up on their website for free. A uh, week or two. I'm not sure if they're doing that anymore with the pay per views, but. They should be, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll give you some reference for timestamps. I'll tell you like what time it is in the round for me, uh, when the round starts, but I'll probably forget to do that in the second and third round. Uh, so yeah, anyway, subscribe to the fights on Patreon. That's what keeps the, the site afloat. Uh, I'm going to be putting a lot more content on there pretty soon. I still do like one or two videos a week. It's going to be more and more focused and, and different kind of stuff. So Look forward to that. But yeah, we're about to do a uh, Mads Brunel versus Emmanuel Sanchez featherweight fight. And I'm, I'm very excited because I like both of these guys. And uh, I don't know. My hopes are up for Brunel, though. I, I hope he does it. He's been interviewed multiple times for the fight site. It's a closed dance matchup. I think that's good for Mads, how he likes to uh, operate in the feet and behind his jab and taking hard angles. The way he likes to weave, it should be easy to get uh, outside that front leg. It's good for wrestling. It's a push kick. Yeah, I don't think he'll win a kicking battle with Sanchez, and I also think that Sanchez's uh, linear kicking could be good against the cross arm guard. But also his uh, lead leg round kicking could also bring it up. Yeah, uh, hooks hooks to bring the guard up and then kicks high. Um, which I mean, you're gonna kick the guard, but oh, nice transitional work. But there you go. There's a little level change, but Bernal didn't feel like he had it, so he let go of it. Sanchez trying to counter punch him off the hand fight and off that kick catch. 
letting Brunel pressure a little bit. Um, but he's holding center pretty well, ending his combinations that lead leg ground kick, trying to jab straight through that cross on guard. There's a cross counter from Brunel. Boots that inside leg. He's walking him down, getting to his low kicks. Kind of like uh, Natan Schultz, actually, in that regard. Uh, that he like comes in behind a higher guard and and low kicks off the uh, off the breaks or on his leads. Uh, Sanchez missed that body shot there, trying to box up in combination. But you can see that this forearm guard of, of Brunel is actually accounting for most of it. And normally it's it's more cross arm, but he's uh, he's used the high guard well here too, um, which is a bit different for him. But he's he's done both in the past. All nice off the, off the block on the forearm to the uh, left hook to the body. And yeah, Bernal's just taking most of this on the arms. So uh, that's a good way to deal with uh, Sanchez being a volume striker. Uh, Bernal doesn't have huge power, so he's not, probably not going to like <laughs> put Sanchez on his ass like Pitbull did. But can definitely uh, put him back on his heels. There's another big cross counter from uh, from Bernal. Sanchez still just hitting wide on the guard. And uh, oh, he's just having trouble piercing just because of uh, at the angle of uh, Bernal's guard, he can't get straight through. And Brunel's managing distance very well, and he has that cross counter going. He tries to go up to the middle. This Brunel, he's still booting that leg. Nice, pulls the leg back at the end of that combination, doesn't get hit. Makes Sanchez miss, goes to the body there again. I'm going to the body against Sanchez, really good idea. I don't know if he can be gassed. He's got great cardio, but you got to try, right? And he's got, I mean, an amazing chin as well, so you don't want to just, you know, gas yourself out trying to knock him out. Nice, nice defense in the pocket there. And Brunello, you know, found his moment to, to try to get his right hand through. So the stats might reflect better on Sanchez right now just because of the volume he's thrown, but he hasn't really landed very much clean at all. Brunello's gotten some good counters in, and he, he blocks a lot of what, what Sanchez is doing. There's another counter. So it looks like, you know, Sanchez might have won that exchange, but he didn't really land anything, and Brunello did. And there's another another occasion where he hits that check hook and everything else was on the arms. Same deal, but to the body that time from Brunello. It's a catch and pitch, you might say. Some might call it dipping under and coming back up in that left hook. He looks sensational. And there is that level change into, into the double. Very nice. And it's just off that movement, off that movement. You know, he's dipping under stuff into his body striking, especially. Uh, and then that sets up uh, everything else. So he's uh, just sitting on that leg in half guard. Sanchez going for wrist control, maybe a Kimura possibly uh, coming up onto his side. Now he's on his back. That's good for Bernal. And now Bernal's got the head and arm control. Sanchez tried to make space by pushing off the cage, but that's just kind of good for Brunel as well. Sanchez propping up onto his elbow. Brunel follows. It's just going to retain Turtle. Get that seatbelt. Come up behind that base leg. It's going to punch off the break. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. So three solid connections off that uh, sequence. Brunel's just going to keep walking him down, taking Sanchez's offense on his arms and firing back at the end of those combinations. And there's uh, lever punches to the left body of the hook, uh, left body hook, and then to the head. Now he's parrying and uh, hand fighting a little bit off of Sanchez's jab, which I think he has to be more mindful of than the rest of his shots because it could come through the guard. There's that cross arm action a little bit. He's taking all these, uh, you know, folding over his hips on, on the way in, setting himself up to, to come through with power shots. His hips, nice, very nice. He's got Sanchez backing up. Sanchez leads to the body there. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. There's a switch knee coming in. Sanchez going to the body a lot more now. There's a reactive double from Brunel, and uh, Sanchez tried to counter with the guillotine, but the footwork, the redirection, the circling 
of Burnell allowed him to finish in a more dominant position uh, and not get stuck in guard. So uh, Burnell has answers to the common counters for his game, really. Um, and I think with fighters going to his body more often, he's going to be looking for that check hook. Um, and he's able, he's really versatile with that, very dexterous with that. So that was a very dominant round for Mads Burnell. Um, he shut down Sanchez's offense very well, landed a ton of counters. I took him down when he wanted to, other than that first attempt. And it uh, looked like he had pretty solid positions on top. Now, Sanchez isn't going to slow down. And uh, he's probably not going to knock him out because <laughs> he hasn't really hurt him yet, despite a lot of clean landings. So we'll see how this plays out. Burnell doesn't really have cardio issues, I wouldn't say, but I would still give the edge in conditioning to Sanchez. There's some highlights of some of that action. Yeah, Burnell drawing out. Yeah, there's a clean landing for Sanchez. But Burnell draws out the response from Sanchez with his jab and gets back to his guard takes it on his guard, and then finds his counter at the end. Conceptually, a very strong approach. It's just an example of how pressure fighters encounter in, in ways we're not totally used to. Hmm. I think I said I was going to do timestamps in the round. I didn't do it in round one, so it's probably useless to do it now, but I'll let you know when the clock's up. All right, it's at 4.55, as I just said that. There you go, in round two. Now walking him down again, low kicking off his guard. Now lead leg kicking off the jab from Brunel. Does a step through on his one-two there. He takes he takes a couple of licks in some of these exchanges, but I mean the way he's uh, leaning away, the way he's bracing himself, tucking his chin, hiding behind his shoulders. Yeah, uh, takes a lot of the impact off there. Nice punch off the break there from Brunel. Probably a one-sided commentary, but I mean, he's he's doing the effective work here. He pointed down and hit, <laughs> and hit Sanchez with the one-two, distracted him a bit. Sanchez trying to hand fight a little bit more, but yeah, he's uh when he's backing up, trying to deal with uh Brunel's hands, you know, just his defense, his motion. Uh, Brunel's just throwing and landing clean. Sanchez just needs to get more aggressive and throw more honestly because he's gonna eat these counters if he's careful. He's probably gonna eat the counters if he's aggressive, but he's more likely to. You know, force a pace on Brunel and get cleaner shots in if he just pushes the issue. You know what I mean? Leverage his advantages. That's what I would recommend. And he's coming. He's, you know, multiple one twos, and there's a run through on the double and a huge finish there. Flare off finish for Brunel. And that's the issue. <laughs> His, uh, he has an answer for, you know, what if someone just tries to overload my defense and just comes after me and chin bullies me, cardio bullies me, take him down. What if they try to get to me? I finish into half guard. I finish into side control. Um, and he's got counters for that. He's a great grappler. So he's a very complete fighter. His transitional game makes a lot of sense. He hits the body a lot. Um, I think for fighters with uh, weaker or weaker attributes or attributes that don't match up as well as Sanchez's do with Brunel, um, he could really do some damage. Uh, a title shot against uh, Patricio Pitbull, though, um, does worry me because Pitbull is such a powerhouse, and you can't really afford that many successes. Uh, Sanchez going to the, the school of lanky uh, guys who refuse to wrestle is uh, just trying to tr hit a switch counter to all these takedown attempts. It's Carlos Condit at 145, essentially. I mean, Sanchez is very similar to Condit in, in a lot of ways, but I think he's actually a little bit more put together <laughs> in other ways when it comes to how he strikes. A lot of pocket exchanges here. 
Nice. Yeah, Sanchez going to the body has been very effective. And like I said, if you're, if you're going to be high guard, if you're going to be cross on guard, uh, and you're going to stick to that, the way that he does it, a little one-dimensional, you know, it's you know inherently not a one-dimensional guard, but the level is pretty consistent. So the body's there. Lead to the body and combinations to the body. And you'll get like sam- simultaneous counters into the body, ducks under the wheel kick there. Nice getting off to the side on that low kick from Brunel. Tries it again, but Sanchez gets out of range. Like I said in the beginning of the fight, I didn't, I didn't see Vernell winning the kicking battle. He's done better than I expected in that domain, but Sanchez is the more comfortable kicker, more versatile kicker, longer. Makes sense. Oh, nice, just lead, lead to the body there with that left hook. <laughs> Sanchez tried to hit some sort of entry, like a knee tap or a clinch entry. Uh, hopefully, not a double. And there's better knee tap entry from Brunel and he you know changes that angle at the very end and, and runs him onto his face and, and puts him on his back and I believe these judges now I'm thinking of the UFC event as I say I believe these judges are are weighing takedowns um as a scoring move which if you listen to any of my scoring commentaries you would know that's not how it works um yeah you, you still don't know what these judges today like what they think the rules are um, you think they would just read them and find out, but I, I think they have poor reading comprehension or they think they can make their own allowances, you know, come up with their own rules, which doesn't really make sense either. You have about 40 seconds left in round two. It's been a very uh, solid performance for Bernal. Uh, Sanchez has given him resistance. He's made some adaptations to try to make this more difficult for him and find his way in. Uh, but honestly, with Bernal not gassing out, that was kind of his, his path. His Brunel being, you know, not super durable, which is not really him. Uh, he's fairly durable. Um, or, or gassing, which he does not look like he's in any danger of gassing out. Um, he's kept a very high pace, pressured hard, you know, still dynamic, still strong. So his usual win condition isn't really there. Like overload guys with volume, gas them out, submit them on bottom. Like he's a better grappler, a better boxer. He can deal with his kicking game. He can deal with his length. He's countering his longer strikes. Um, it's, it's a really tough matchup for, uh, for Sanchez. I definitely like the performance from Brunel though. Like it's, uh, it's something I couldn't be totally sure about because I thought that, uh, Sanchez would do well with his strikes at the middle, like his jab and like his, uh, straight kicks, but Brunel's had a good answer for them in, in the way those counters and just with his distance management and him initiating the, um, the sequences, he's not just standing there in front of him with his guard up, waiting for him to try to poke holes in it. He's being proactive, creating the exchanges with his jab, forcing Sanchez to respond. Oh, you want to jab with me to try to deal with that cross counter? You know what I mean? And then just lead into the body, making it so Sanchez can't just hang back and wait on Brunel and try to counter him because he's you know, vulnerable in certain areas just due to his defensive styles and, and limitations. So really smart performance, makes a lot of sense. Um yeah, let's see what happens in this third round. See if uh, Mads Brunel can seal a deal. He looks really good. He'd be a 3-0 in Bellator after this, and I'd, I don't know how long his overall win streak would be, but he'd be in a good position uh, to challenge. So Sanchez coming out looking determined. Brunel just getting back to exactly what he was doing before. This time uh, giving up a little more space, knowing that uh, Sanchez is going to come in hard. Doesn't want to be in front of him. Tries to a jab off the hook there, gets uh, caught mid-sequence. Yeah, a little more outfighting here from Brunel. 
hand fighting and weaving into the, uh, the left hook. And there's a level change as, as Sanchez pursues him, runs through that double. It's down on the legs, building up to the hip. Now he's got that half guard. Oh, no, Sanchez sneaks the leg out, but Brunel's still on the double, turns the corner, <laughs> lifts, puts him down again on his hip. And now he's coming through with that underhook side to the hook. And uh, Sanchez tried to roll through it, and uh, Brunel covered. Now he has uh, both hooks in, feet crossed. Off to the side a bit here. Let's see if he tries to put that arm across the chest and turn his hips down. Now he's going to keep that back mount. Very nice. He's only got the one hook in, but he's got the uh, the waist lock, the rear waist lock from the seated uh, back mount. Let's see if he tries to pull him back or just you know wait for, for Sanchez's response. I mean, you could try to take that post out. He's going to pull him back to take that post out. Makes sense. And now Bernal's got both hooks again. Looks like he's going to try to sit through the mount. Nope, just going to pull him back. He's very uh, comfortable in that position. Got good stability. Um, can kind of give angles and still sit back to, to full back mount and not have to scramble for top position. He's going to peel out that uh, that near side leg a few times to break the space. He also might want to attack that front arm. That's where all the weight's going. But you don't want to lose your, uh, your lock there around the body. It's important for his control right now. There's a fat man roll from Sanchez. Puts Brunel on his back. Yeah, nice, nice uh, Peterson roll, fat man roll. You know, a lot of people call things different things. Um, I like fat man roll. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, he's got, uh, he's got Brunel on his back here, flat and half guard. Brunel fighting for butterfly hooks and an underhook on his uh, left side. Going to sit up into that from half guard. Try to pull him back across like deep half or he has to sit up and get dogfight. There you go. He, he sits back across with it. Like I said, now he's gonna yeah. Now he's gonna go cross wrist control and, and peel out that post so Sanchez can't build up. Sanchez does build up again though. Gets back to it. They're in the quad pod there. Sanchez did a good job fighting hands as he as he walked toward the cage. But now caught an underhook. Sanchez went wizard, standing tall though. He's gonna get tripped here. Yeah, I thought that might happen. When you stand tall like that, you're liable for body locks or a double entry. But uh, that hand fight kept him, uh, Brunel, from using his right arm the way he wanted to. And Sanchez is going to go Kimura counter here. Yeah. He's not going to get that. Brunel's going to climb across the back. Or just stay here in half guard and try to pop his head out or get a cross face with his right arm, put him flat on his back. Or you just let Sanchez try to uh, turn his back to face out. He's going to commit to this Kimura instead. And he doesn't have it at all. <laughs> and now Brunel's better, uh, in better position. He's cross body with his head on top of the hip. So Sanchez can't just get his hips straight back out and stand up. See, about a minute 40 left. Uh, Sanchez on his back. Fishing for a guillotine, but only has half guard. He's not going to get that. And uh, Matt's working on passing that guard because uh, he doesn't really need to control <laughs> the upper body as much. But now that, that Sanchez is sitting up, he can pull out that, cr that crosser's control and remove the post. Yeah, he was working on climbing his way over the legs, but then uh, Sanchez started to build up and he had to Change his focus to breaking down the upper body again. Now that Sanchez is flat on his back, let's see if he tries to post uh, and pass rather, or just ride out the position. You know, only a minute here. No reason to show a ton of urgency, but you don't want to do anything stupid, right? Yeah, we're able to stay in heavy with his hips on top of uh, Sanchez's hips and just pulling out posts and just uh, you know putting the head back on the ground when Sanchez tries to get his upper body up off the mat. So good top control by Mads Brunel and not rushing anything, not trying to land a lot of ground and pound or, or open up subs, but just uh, keeping Sanchez from his win condition. That's effective fighting. 
Um, he's not scoring a ton in this position, but he's been winning on the feet. Uh, he definitely won the first two rounds on the feet. He can kind of relax here. Let's see if he pulls out that post or he just tries to ride from the body lock. And there's a, <laughs> another roll-through attempt by Sanchez, but didn't have any arm traps. So Bernal's able to post and uh, keep a grip on him as well. Nicely done. Nicely done. Only about 10 seconds left. And I'm pretty confident that Mads Brunel won that fight, and it's impressive. I mean, Sanchez went pretty competitive uh, for five rounds with Patricio Pitbull, and then the rematch, he got blanked, but <laughs> he did look decent the first time. Um, but yeah, it was crazy pace, uh, really good fight management by, by Mads Brunel. He, he adapted really well. His transitions looked good as always. Um, he dealt with the pace. He dealt with the pressure, uh, the counter pressure, rather. When Sanchez tried to, you know, get his way back into the fight with by being more aggressive, he countered very well. He dealt with that very well, mostly just by wrestling. Um, that was always going to be there, really, just based on Sanchez's uh, biggest hole, which is his defensive wrestling. But it wasn't; they weren't easy takedowns. And uh, Max Brunel had, you know, great footwork on his finishes, and I think he would have taken down a lot of good fighters uh, with the way he works there. So he's he's a very complete fighter. I thought it was a very complete performance. I think uh, he's already one of the most skilled fighters in Bellator just based on this. Um, you know, I already knew what we knew about him before that, but definitely based on this. And uh, yeah, I'm very impressed. I, <laughs> I don't think we should interview him again. <laughs> We've interviewed him too many times for now. Um, ben will probably want to anyway, but I, I won't be trying to interview him yet. <laughs> Maybe later. Um yeah, I'm just waiting to hear the official decision and then we can move on. I got to prepare for uh, the main event, Patricio Pitbull versus AJ McKee, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, I figured the strikes would be kind of wonky, like that what they're probably counting stuff that didn't land. Um, so Sanchez, they gave a 30 strike lead um, about ground control times. Like ground control time doesn't, isn't necessarily scoring if you weren't actually doing anything offensive when you were in control on the ground. So just the way they present stats in MMA is really infuriating. Um, and the degrees to which they measure things, like significant strikes versus strikes. Only having two categories for types of strikes landed is kind of dumb. Don't you think? Don't you think there's more than two clear degrees of damage? You know, it's dumb. So Sanchez thinks he won, or he's just hopeful. But I think he <laughs> got shut out personally. But we'll see what happens. And I like the new uh, white Rufus Sport tanks. Those are cool. I thought Rufus Sport always had good branding. Okay, we're getting the decision now. Twenty nine, twenty eight, and two 3027s. That's going to be Maz Brunel. There you go. All right. Winner, winner. Excellent. Nice job, Mads. Uh, very impressive performance. Uh, I'm not as a good a striking commentator as Shuram, but hopefully that was enjoyable for you. And uh, yeah, can't wait to do the next one. So I'll be right back. <laughs> 